Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Personal Growth Project. Um, This episode is going to be one on school tips, and it's all about how you can have a focused girl slash guy fall, because we've already had our hot girl slash guy summer, which I'm sure was enjoyable for all of us, but now it's time for a change. Now that we've had our fun We need to really get to work because we're going to be so successful this fall and we want to have the best school year we've ever had up to date. So in this episode, I'm going to lay out all the different mindset shifts you can make and all the different ways you can prepare to make sure that this school year is the best you've ever had. So let's get right into it. Okay, so I'm going to preface this by just apologizing for the fact that I'm a little bit tired in this episode. Um, I went to an Elevation Worship concert with my mom last night, which is actually super fun. But we got home kind of late, and then I stayed up late because I just got TikTok. And um, I made it for the podcast account so that I could, you know, start to advertise the podcast better because I feel like TikTok is a really good way to reach people and just kind of get my message out there and bring attention to the podcast. So I got TikTok and like, it's actually mad addictive. Like I see now like why it was probably good that I didn't get it before because it really is like very addictive. But anyways, now that I've got my addiction under control, I've just been like kind of churning out TikToks whenever possible. I have three up right now. Um, And I'd say they're doing fairly well. But anyways, that's just been really fun for me recently. But I stayed up kind of late last night just scrolling on TikTok. And of course, like I still wake up at five. So um, yeah. That probably wasn't the best call on my end. But other than that, today has been a really good day. Ooh, and if you do want to follow the podcast account TikTok, I'm pretty sure... Wait, let me check. I think the username is... um, Personal Growth Project Pod. I'm 99% sure. Let me just double check on the link tree. Um, Right now we're rocking at three followers, which is, you know, pretty awesome if I do say so myself. Yeah, it's at Personal Growth Project Pod because Personal Growth Project was already taken. (laughs) But anyways, follow that if you want to see like content related to self-improvement and just like being happy, you know, all the typical stuff that I talk about. But anyways, I know that you guys clicked on this episode because you wanted to know how to have a focused girl, and I have to say slash guy, fall, which, you know, is an invention that I came up with and I'm very proud of myself for. So without further ado, let's get into the first big thing that makes a difference. We want to enter this school year with a positive mindset. And of course, This could also apply to work if you're of like a working age and you're not in school. I just, um, my listeners requested a school tips episode, so it's mainly geared towards like high school students. But all of this still applies to a job. But 
anyways, you want to enter with a positive mindset. You have to realize like how lucky you are to have this wonderful and practically free opportunity to learn and take tests because those allow you to demonstrate your knowledge in a way that opens you up to going to college or getting a well-paying job. And you really should not take that for granted. 99% of people in school take that for granted. But when you really step back and realize like to a kid in a third world country, what you have is amazing. Kids in those countries would do anything to get an education because they want to get jobs and they don't want to have to work on fields all the time. If they could go to school and if they could learn and be able to get a job, they would be over the moon. So you're very lucky to have the opportunity to work hard in school so that you can get a good job because not everyone has that opportunity. So I think that it's really, it shows your gratitude when you actually take advantage of that opportunity and work hard with the great chance that you've been given to go to school and excel at it because you're going anyways why not make the most of the opportunities that you have there that's always the way that I've seen it so just really be grateful and put the whole thing into perspective sure you may not want to go to school but if you actually really consider how lucky you are, you will end up wanting to go to school. You should be happy and excited to go to school. It's all about the way you approach things. Literally, nothing in life, no event, um, no thing that you have to go to, no person, has emotional meaning to you until you assign it that meaning. So like a tire going flat, it doesn't have to be sad, but most people would assign it the meaning of being sad. Like, oh no, now I have to get a new tire. It's the same thing with school. It doesn't have to be a sad thing. It doesn't have to make you stressed when you think about it. It's you that assigns it that meaning. It's you that walks into the building every day with a bad attitude and acts like there's something to dread. If you always act like there's something to dread in life, and this goes with anything, you will have stuff to dread. That's just the way it works. If you have a mindset that bad things are going to happen to you, bad things will happen to you, honey. So you really just got to like have a good mindset with it. Expect good things when you walk into the building every day. Like Have a positive mindset. Think this is going to be a really great day. I'm going to learn a lot. My classes will be easy. I'm going to pay attention. My teachers are going to be nice. Walk in with those affirmations going in your head. You'll do great. Okay, now for the second part of it. You want to be organized. I mean, obviously. I like to have um, a binder organized with tabs for each of my classes because personally, look, I just hate having notebooks. And this is totally a me thing because I'm left-handed. But because I'm left-handed, it is literally so freaking hard to write on a notebook. It is so difficult. Like, everything smudges everywhere. It's hard for my hand to get, like, level with the paper. It's just really uncomfortable. And, yeah, I just hate it. I, like, only write on loose leaf paper. It's very rare when you'll see me writing in a notebook. It's normally only because a teacher forces you to have a notebook. I just hate notebooks. So, for me, I just, like, bring a really big binder with a ton of loose leaf paper. And I write all my notes in the loose leaf paper. And I just have, like... um a divider for each class that I'm in. 
And, you know, if teachers hand out papers and they're not hole-punched, I'll literally hole-punch them myself and just put them in my binder. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm just not going to carry around, like, five different folders for every class and a bunch of different notebooks. That's just way too much room in my backpack. And I don't know about you, but I really like not having to break my back when I put my backpack on because I already go pretty hard in my morning workouts. Regardless, so I have my big binder. Um, of course, you can do your notebooks and folders if that's like your kind of vibe. Not going to call you out or anything, but that's what I do. And then I do always have just one folder in my backpack, though, that I use for like homework assignments or like, you know, when you've already kind of packed up your bag and like the teacher all of a sudden hands out. Um, a homework assignment. That's what the folder's for because it's so much easier to pull a folder out of my backpack than it is to pull like an entire binder out. So if I'm in a rush and like the bell's about to ring and the teacher hands something out, I just pull out my folder real fast, shove the paper in there, and then I leave when the bell rings. So that does save me a good amount of time. I would recommend it just like a little life hack that I've picked up. Next thing Use a to-do list app. I mean, honestly, if you don't keep a to-do list going, I have no idea how you've been functioning this entire time. It blows my mind to think about, honestly. I think I would be practically dead without a to-do list. I mean, I don't know how I would remember anything. My brain is very scattered sometimes, and like, it just stresses me out so much if I have to mentally keep tabs on things. I'd way rather just have it all written down somewhere so I don't have to worry about forgetting something. So I like to keep a written to-do list if I'm in a class where like, I can't pull my laptop out and add something to my digital to-do list. So I always have like a written to-do list going. And then I also use the app, um, it's called Todoist. And that's where I keep all of my tasks. It's really cool because you can open up a task and you can add like separate subtasks into a single task. So like if I have a task, let's find one on here that says, for example, film podcast episode, I can add separate subtasks in there like film podcast episode, edit podcast episode, publish episode. And then in those subtasks, you can add even more subtasks. So in the edit podcast episode subtask, you could add like um, make description, make title, you know, you get the gist. So it's really good for organization. And I've been using it for like how long? Oh my God. Um, I'd say two years now. I'm never switching to another to-do list app. That's final. I really love Todoist. I'm never going to abandon it. Never going to find another app. And you can get it on your school Chromebooks. So that's another plus. Now, you also want to make sure you get stuff done before the deadline, which that's what a to-do list is good for. But, um, you know, if you're juggling a bunch of different classes with a bunch of different homework assignments and you really don't know where to start, always tackle, uh, not tackle, always extinguish the biggest fires first. So you have something due tomorrow, do that first. Like, just prioritize, like, it sounds awful, but, like, do what you have to do. And then with the less essential stuff, like, let's say you have 
well, this is my current situation, something in calculus that you don't know. And you know that you should learn it, but you know that there's a chance that the teacher might go over it tomorrow. Instead of like wasting your time right now learning it, just see if you can make up for it by like asking the teacher questions about it in class. Like, don't make yourself learn stuff on your own time if you don't absolutely have to, because it will save you time if you just take care of that stuff at school by talking to your teacher. Another pro, it will also make your teacher see that you actually care about learning. Um, but anyways, you want to tackle the biggest fires first. Um, just, I always go in chronological order, like whatever's due the soonest, I do that first. But honestly, I'm the type of person where like it really stresses me out if I have any homework impending. So I try to do homework like the day it's assigned, which is, it doesn't always work, but it helps me a good portion of the time if I can just knock stuff out as soon as possible because I know like look the moment you start procrastinating it's a really risky game and I've been burned many a time when I told myself that I do it when I got home and then I got home and I didn't have the motivation so I just make myself suffer at school and I try to push through my assignments um, with as much energy as I can just so that when I do get home, I don't have to worry about procrastinating or sabotaging myself by like not doing my homework when I should. It just makes life a lot easier for me. And I always live by the rule, if it takes a minute or less to do it, do it now. So if there's something really short, like um, a form your teacher wants you to fill out or like, um, let me think of something else, an exit ticket or just like, um, two homework problems, like a really short assignment, just knock it out. Get it done with. Don't let those little tasks add up because they will stress you out a lot. And it's just really annoying to have to do a bunch of little tasks when you get home. So get those out of the way at school and that should help you stay good with your deadlines. Okay, I'm ready to talk more. So we're going to move on to my next bullet point. I'm also ready to talk more because I have a lot of stuff to do today. And I spent like two hours this morning on TikTok. So anyways, I just need to get this episode done and then try to like speed through the rest of my assignments. Because also, I don't know why I overshare so much on this podcast, but like, um, I'm just not very happy with my sleep schedule right now. Like, I want at least nine hours of sleep per night, but I keep, like, getting distracted at night and then going to bed at, like, um, 10 or 11. And, you know, because I wake up at 5, that means I'm only getting seven or six hours of sleep, which I don't like at all. And it's been making me tired and cranky. So... I'm really, really, really going to try to get on my own case tonight and get myself to go to bed earlier because I am literally so fed up with myself for going to bed late. I could literally slap myself for the fact that I keep going to bed late. It makes me so mad. But like by the time it's 11, the damage has already been done. There's nothing I can do because if I go to bed late and then I wake up later, now I've just thrown my whole sleep schedule out of whack. So I always end up just having to go without those extra hours of sleep, which, you know, it's not good for me. And it makes me feel emotional and sad and tired. But anyways, now that we've established how stressed I am, 
actually, never mind. I don't want to affirm that. Now that we've established um, how I'm motivated to improve my sleep schedule, we're going to move on to the next point, which is very important to me. You want to stay focused on your studies and do not let friends, popularity, or potential love interests distract you. You can laugh at me for that all you want, and I bet you probably will, especially the potential love interest part. But come on, y'all. Like, who hasn't had a hallway crush at one point or another? Oh, I definitely have, and I still do. But, like, you just have to stay focused, and it's hard. But you have to realize you go to school to learn not to be popular, like, make friends or find a boyfriend or girlfriend. I said that really weird, but anyways, it's hard because you're surrounded by people, but teachers aren't going to treat you like your purpose of going to school is to make friends. Teachers just want you to go there and get the work done. They're not going to accommodate you if you want to spend time talking to your friends. They're not going to make time for that. So if you're wasting time talking to friends, like you're just getting behind in class. And if you're like trying to focus so much on getting other people to like you, you're probably not focusing too much on like whatever you're trying to work on or just on class. So really guys, just stay focused, go there to learn, be laser focused. I used to be, oh god, it makes me cringe. I used to be so desperate for like interaction with other people when I went to school, especially in my freshman year, which I've talked about I'd say probably a million times in this podcast if you haven't already heard I was basically lonely and had no friends um during that time I was like always looking around for people to talk to which is really sad <laughs> like looking back on it now like oh that's so sad and embarrassing but a lot of people are just like that even though they already have friends like people just want attention and they want to be able to talk to people but you really have to focus more on your schoolwork because let me tell you, like, something I had to realize at a certain point was, like, I can hang out with people outside of school, but I can't get this time during school back. And, like, the more I waste time during school talking to people, it's, like, the more work I have to do at home when I should be having fun at home. Like, if I have fun at school, that means I can't have fun at home because, like... I have the same amount of work either way, just if I don't do my work at school, then I have to bring school essentially back to my house and do an extra amount of homework at home, which that honestly sucks. I'd way rather just get it done at school and not talk to anyone at school, but just hang out with my friends outside of school. That's the mindset I have, and I'm sorry if I'm sorry if that offends you, but like it's not that I don't like you or I don't want to talk to you if I kind of like, um, if I'm not that talkative at school when you come up and talk to me. It's just I'm focused and I'm trying to get my work done. But like, oh, I feel so bad about it. Sometimes people will come up and like try to talk to me when I have my earbuds in and when I'm focusing. I can remember a few times when I've been a little bit, um, I guess you could say cold or uninteractive. But, like, it's not for malicious purposes. It's just because, like, when I'm in a, the flow state, I do not like being interrupted. So, um, yeah, just keep that in mind. Like, I love talking to people, but um, 
I do not like being distracted from my work. But if you do want to talk to me, just ask me to hang out outside of school, and I would absolutely love to. But what does actually irritate me is when, like, some people who, um, who I can tell want to compete with me academically always try to talk to me during the school day and then never want to hang out with me outside of school. It's like, okay, well, why are you talking to me if you only do it when it distracts me and you never want to hang out with me outside of school? You know, it just, it, it kind of rubs me the wrong way, if you get what I mean. Regardless, um, you just want to make sure that you're really giving school your all, because that's what matters, and you're never going to get that time back. Plus, there's literally nothing more attractive than someone who's actively searching for popularity, friends, or a boyfriend or girlfriend. Why do I keep saying it like that? Girlfriend. Okay. There's literally nothing more unattractive. I mean, I'm sure we've all had experiences with people where we can just kind of tell that they're looking for attention. And let me tell you, there's nothing that us humans hate more than someone who's desperate for attention. We can sniff it from a mile away. Everyone can sniff it from a mile away, and it reeks of desperation and unattractiveness. So for the love of God, like, if anything, focusing on your schoolwork will make you more attractive to other people. People will probably want to be your friend. People will want to talk to you. Hey, you might even find a boyfriend, or let's see if I can say it right, girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yay. Um, because when you're putting that focus on your schoolwork and your success, that signals to people that you respect yourself and that you care about yourself and you love yourself. And you know, the attitude you have about yourself is the attitude that others will treat you with. So because you obviously respect yourself and love yourself, people will respect and love you in return. So you'll naturally be able to attract more people into your life if you stay focused on yourself, your studies, and your success. Okay, not for more Abigail talking. The next point is have a growth mindset. And this is so big, I'm sure you've heard it from teachers before. But I actually commonly come across people who don't have a growth mindset. And oh, nothing repulses me more. And it's usually in guys that are interested in me too. Why? I don't know why. But like... The- <laughs> The past guys that have been interested in me, they all end up being people who, like, really don't have a growth mindset. People who are just, like, complacent with their life and with their intelligence and don't want to study. And they always look at me super weird when I say that I want to, like, get all A's or, like, I want to get a perfect score on something. They always tell me that I'm doing too much, which... I just I just need to work on the type of people that I'm attracting into my life. But regardless, you've got to have the mindset that like if you don't do well at something, don't beat yourself up over it and don't just not care. Both of those are bad options. If you fail at an assignment or at a test, don't just like moan and gripe about it or just not try it all next time. Take note of what went wrong and give it 100% effort next time so that you can do better. 
Ugh, nothing annoys me more, again, with the CP guys that like me, <laughs> than, like, when a guy is, like, complaining to me about how he's almost failing a class, and I'm like, okay, so how many hours are you studying? And then he's like, oh, well, I don't study. Well, like, uh, duh, of course you're failing. Uh, it just annoys me. And then I'm like, well why don't you try just studying for a little bit every night? And they're like, no, I'd rather play video games. Ugh, just whatever. <laughs> I'm so over it at this point. Like, I'm so over CP guys. <sighs> Anyways, that's not the kind of mindset you want to have. Like, you don't just realize that you're failing and then say to yourself, oh, well, this sucks. I'm going to complain about it and then do nothing. Why would you do nothing? It makes absolutely no sense to me. But a bunch of people have that mindset anyways. Don't just complain about it. Just fix it. Do better. Figure out what went wrong. Like, put more time and energy into studying if you need to. No matter what, you don't want to give up or start to feel defeated. Never, ever, ever stop trying. As long as you keep trying, you will succeed. It's only when you stop trying and get complacent when you'll fail at something. Even if school knocks you down a million times, get back up and give it your all again, every single time. And um, I'm sorry if you're a CP guy who's interested in me and is listening to this podcast episode. No hate towards you. I'm sure you guys are wonderful. Um, but respectfully, <laughs> I think... The CP guy chapter of my life has now closed. So, um, yeah, you'll have to find someone else. But regardless, keep that growth mindset, guys. It will take you so far, and you're never going to fail at anything as long as you keep that mindset up. Okay, now for the next tip. This one is so freaking big, and I wish I could tell freshman Abigail this, and I wish I could drill it into her little brain, because I would have saved myself so many tears if I had used this tip when I was a freshman. And that is, schedule time for breaks and me time when you're not at school. Ugh, you have to. I know it's tempting to feel like, hey, I want to be productive all the time. Let's get as much done as we can. We only have one life, so let's not waste any of it having fun. <sighs> Look, if you listen to this podcast, you're probably not a lazy CP student. Not to say CP students are lazy, but I was just saying, like, you know, you're probably not a CP student who is lazy. Regardless, you want to schedule these breaks because you need them to stay productive. <sighs> If there's anything that I've really struggled with my entire life, it's moderation. But moderation is just key to everything. Absolutely everything. You have to be moderate in everything. Like, for example, it even applies to training at the gym. You can't train every single day or you'll overtrain and your muscles won't grow. You have to take breaks in order for your muscles to grow and in order for you to get results. It's the same with, like, staying awake. I mean, it's good to stay awake. You have to stay awake, but you can't overdo it or you'll have health issues. Same thing with sleeping. Sleeping is great. Good for you, even. If you sleep too much, you will actually get, I'm pretty sure, at risk of being obese and developing heart issues. 
same thing with um oh gosh i've heard this about fruits and vegetables if you eat too much of them it can actually cause health issues like everything is good but only in moderation all right and that's the same thing with being productive i am a workaholic at heart let me tell you work is fun for me work is play for me and the cp guys who have liked me always hate on me for that but like i genuinely enjoy work so like for me it's a really good day when I get a lot of stuff done after school, but at the same time, look, the CP students sometimes know what's up, and I would say that they're right in the fact that they know how to take breaks. Too many breaks? Well, we're not going to get into that, but taking breaks is good, and you have to schedule in at least, like, I would suggest an hour or more of time to work out or read or do a hobby you love after school or before school so that you can look forward to that during the school day and not dis- not get discouraged by the fact that you may have a lot of homework or studying to do. It helps because, um, well, one, it's usually motivation if you schedule this hour, like, after school, it's motivation to work hard during the school day. So, like, if your motivation is pretty much drained by 3.30, then you can go ahead and take your hour of fun right after school. Do whatever you want to do. Like, really just let loose and have fun and then spend the rest of the night studying. Or if you're more like me and you get stressed if you don't get everything done right away, but you still sometimes struggle with motivation, um, you can schedule your hour of fun to be at the very end of the day. So it's like even more motivation. Like we're going to grind through today. We're going to get all of our homework done. And then we're going to have the best hour ever. And we're going to work out or we're going to read or we're going to do something fun. That really helps me. And look, honestly, I would be so lost in life if I didn't start regularly scheduling breaks into my day. Um, And I think that's why I love 75 Hard so much. If you don't know, I started 75 Hard again, which if you don't know what that is, just look it up. It's basically like a mental discipline program where you work out twice a day for 45 minutes. You drink a gallon of water and also one of the workouts has to be outside. You take a progress picture. You read 10 pages of a nonfiction book um, and you stick to a diet. Um, And... I really enjoy it because the workouts are basically what I allot that hour for. So I work out before school every day and then I work out like after school, usually after all my homework is done at about like seven, I'll go out and I'll work out. And um, it's just really nice to end my day off by going outside and working out. And it's also really nice to start my day off by taking an hour to myself to work out. Oh my gosh, without those breaks, I would probably lose my sanity sitting in a chair all day, every day, and then going home to sit in a chair some more to study. Like, I have to have those two 45-minute workouts to get up and move my body around in order to stay sane, which I honestly think I might just keep repeating 75 hard throughout the rest of the school year for this exact reason. Number one, it helps my body look really good, which, I mean... Why would I complain about that? Second of all, it helps my mental health a lot because I feel like I start off my day like 
feeling accomplished because I've already worked out and stuff. It just always helps me start my day off on a good note. Third of all, health-wise, it's really good for me because I stick to a good diet. Um, I don't actually have a specific diet, but the way I like to control my eating is, of course, I have like a set amount of calories per day that'll never change. It depends and it varies based on whether I'm trying to bulk cut or just maintain. Right now, I'm trying to cut slightly. So I'm at about, I think, 1700 calories. Yeah, 1700. So I can have 1700 calories and my main rules are obviously I stay away from junk food. Like, I'm not about to eat a bag of chips or ice cream or anything. I try to eat just healthy, protein-filled foods. And, um, like, I'll have a protein bar here and there, but I try to make sure I always include vegetables every day and just, like, whole sources of protein instead of protein bars. And, of course, so, like, no junk food, no sugar, no ice cream, stuff like that. Um, no really processed foods. Um, but I do make sure that I keep control and balance in my diet because a diet, I think, where a lot of people go wrong is they see a diet as something that like you only do temporarily. Um, so they make their diets way too strict and they cut out entire food groups and stuff. No, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just cutting out junk food and I allow myself, like, if I go out and the only food options are, like, unhealthy stuff like pizza, sure, I'll have a slice of pizza, of course, as long as it fits within my calorie goals for the day. I'll let myself have that slice of pizza as opposed to starving. But I don't get food like that on my own ever. It, I only give myself that leeway if it's in a group setting and there are no other options to eat. So... That's the thing I really like about 75 Hard. You don't have to um, follow a certain diet. You just have to have your own food rules that you abide by. And mine have worked really well for me because having that balance of being able to like have a treat or two when I go out and when I'm offered a treat, that really helps me from not completely losing my sanity. But it is pretty rare when I like go out and have the option of eating junk food so it really rarely happens but just like having the option to when I do go out is nice enough to not keep me from failing on my diet but anyways breaks are very important and taking time to recharge it helps so much more than you would think some of my favorite things to do are reading. I love nonfiction books, if you don't know already. Oh my gosh, I have so many nonfiction books. They're mostly self-improvement books, but oh, I went to McKay's the other day and I got like seven new self-improvement books and I just love them. Like nothing lights my soul up more than when I can crack open a good self-improvement book and one of my favorite things in the world to do is, like, before I go to bed after my evening workout, sometimes I struggle with falling asleep. So I'll, like, fill up my bathtub with warm water and I'll take a warm bath while reading one of my self-improvement books. And, oh, ooh, it just puts me in the zone. Like, that is 
pure bliss for me when I'm sitting in my bathtub reading a good book. Oh, I highly recommend it. Even better if it's a bubble bath. That just makes it immaculate. And even better, like, if you don't want to read a book, you can still, like, do a full body exfoliation routine or something before you go to bed um, when you're taking your bath. And yeah, it just hits different. I really love it. I would not change it for the world. Um, But anyways, another thing I like to do, as I said, working out or I'll work on my medium publication or I'll make podcast episodes or now I'll make TikToks for you guys. And you just want to make sure that you're working on stuff that you love during that hour or just doing self-care like maybe a face mask or it could even be going to bed early if you need extra sleep. Just whatever you want to do with that hour, make it yours and enjoy it to the fullest so that you can really recharge and hit the ground running the next day or when you start your homework that day. So without further ado, I'm going to wrap up the episode now. But thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate all of your support. You guys are literally the best. Thank you for giving my TikToks lots of likes already. Um, I just feel so grateful to have a platform and to be able to do what I do every day. Of course, no hate to CP kids. I feel like I kind of dissed them in this episode, but I love you guys. You guys are awesome. No hate to any of you. Um, but do keep a growth mindset. So if you would like to speak on the podcast, you can always fill out the podcast application form, which you can find on the podcast Instagram. The at is at Personal Growth Project Official. There's just a little link in the bio that you fill out with your email, what you want to talk about, and I'll get back to you. And we can schedule time for you to talk on the show. I have been really bad about that, and I have not checked it in like a month, so I'm going to make sure I do that right now. But I will get back to you in a timely manner if you have already filled it out. And just thank you guys so much for watching, and I will see you in the next episode.